so many other people that come through these programs and through Fletcher Street have a different story, but it's also always the horse that helps them get through these times. And in Philadelphia, there is like a surge. It, the gun violence is out of this world. Um, and these kids, you know, not every kid wants to play basketball and not every kid wants to play football. Some kids want to ride horses and it's an extra activity to help keep the community and the safe and something that they can turn into a career. Welcome to the Practical Horseman podcast, featuring conversations with respected riders, industry leaders, and horse care experts. The show is co-hosted by Practical Horseman editors, and our goal is to inform, educate, and inspire. I'm Julia Murphy, and this week's episode is with Erin Brown, aka The Concrete Cowgirl. Erin is the executive director at the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy, a nonprofit organization created to preserve the life, legacy, and culture of Black urban cowboys in the city of Philadelphia. In 2019, producers and directors of the Netflix film Concrete Cowboys, starring Idris Elba, partnered with the late Eric Miller and the riders of Fletcher Street to form the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy. Due to gentrification, many of the stables that once made up the community of Black cowboys in Philadelphia are gone. With the help of Parks and Recreation, the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy, or PURA, has found a new, permanent home that will not only give the urban black cowboy a permanent home, but also offer a unique, safe space for children, teens, and adults to experience horses up close and personal. PURA recently launched the Fresh Start to Philly Youth fundraising campaign to raise funds for their new home in Cobbs Creek Park that includes stabling for 20 to 25 horses, paddocks, and a covered arena, as well as recreational space for other youth and veteran programs. You can donate to the campaign via Pura's GoFundMe, which you can find on their website, thepura.org, that's T-H-E-P-U-R-A.org, or by searching Fresh Start for Philly Youth on GoFundMe. Also, in 2020, Erin and the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy teamed up with North Run's Missy Clark to create Concrete to Show Jumping, an alliance built on the goal of bringing inclusion and diversity to the horse industry. Concrete to Show Jumping aims to open the eyes, minds, and hearts of equestrians by offering new experiences, forming new relationships, and building friendships with equestrians from diversified backgrounds. Erin will go into detail about both Pura and Concrete to Show Jumping during our conversation, but before we get into that, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this week's podcast, SmartPack, and share their message. Colic can happen to any horse. Protect yourself and your horse with Colicare. SmartPak's free program that provides up to 10,000 in colic surgery reimbursement. Colicare combines SmartPak's best hindgut supplements with preventative care from your veterinarian to help lower your horse's risk of digestive upset. Plus, you get the ultimate peace of mind knowing that you have the financial resources to provide the care your horse deserves should you ever need it. Visit smartpack.com slash colicare or call one 800 461 8898 to get started today. Now let's jump into the podcast with Erin. So first and foremost, can you tell us what the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy is and what does it do? Okay, so Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy is an extension and outgrowth of the original Fletcher Street stables. Um, Growing up on 
Fletcher Street um, since the early 1990s, uh, there's always been this fostering the love for horsemanship and horses for the urban black cowboy and for the community. And I was once upon a time, one of those kids in the community. And, um, you know, Pura uh, and Fletcher Street, you know, was once like this amazing place with all these different horsemen. Uh, that have come from all over the city um, who've lost their barns to redevelopment. And Pura is to bring that back. What Fletcher Street once was, um, once upon a time. And to have something that cannot be affected by redevelopment and um, gentrification and all of those other things. So it's like this permanent home and actual organization that can that's able to host a, a variety of different riding disciplines horsemanship the whole nine what is pura's goal and how do they accomplish these goals that you set forth for the organization our current goals at the moment are we have a new location it's um in the cobbs creek section of philadelphia and we've worked closely with uh Councilman Curtis Jones Jr. and the Commissioner of Parks and Rec, that she is such a lovely woman, Catherine at level. So we our our goal right now is to turn this what's once was a bocce court into a new barn. That is our main goal right there. And then we will be able to serve the community in so many different ways from this new location. Wow, that's a big undertaking. How is that going for you guys? It's going well. It's um, This is a project that I've been working on since uh, 2018 with my, who was the executive director before myself, Eric Miller. Um, so we've been working on this project for a while, but we are having some movement, been fundraising, like crazy. Um, we had the help of, you know, Missy Clark and Wrangler and the filmmakers of Concrete Cowboy, um, just all trying to make this happen. Um, so it's, it's going. We are, <laughs> we just finished a meeting with Parks and Recreation last week, and they are waiting for our final architectural designs of the barn, and then we can Stick a shovel in it. That's so exciting. You'll get to break ground finally. Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait. So long overdue. <laughs> That's awesome to hear. And so with the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy, I mean, like you said, you come from the Fletcher Street area and it's this community. Can you touch on why you do this? Like what passion went into the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy? Well, growing up on Fletcher Street, you know, horses weren't ever my intended career goal. So it was just like, you know, here's something different. Um, and this is what you have to do to be here. You you know, you have to have passing grades. and But also for me and uh, or for myself, it was an experience for me to help me develop into the person that I am today. Um, 
horses. I was a very shy kind of kid and um, I was bullied and picked on and all of those. I didn't have many friends, but horses were my voice. Uh, and, you know, I felt like they understood me. And so many other people that come through these programs and through Fletcher Street have a different story, but it's also always the horse that helps them get through these times. And in Philadelphia, there is like a surge. It, the gun violence is out of this world. Um, and these kids, you know, not every kid wants to play basketball and not every kid wants to play football. Some kids want to ride horses and it's an extra activity to help keep the community and the safe and something that they can turn into a career because here I am, you know, after managing several facilities and in, in Philadelphia and a riding instructor for several years and um, you can definitely make a career out of it if you don't want to be a bar manager or run a program. You can be a farrier, a vet. There's so many different avenues that this can open up for uh, young people that are growing up. So that is one of the main reasons. And the, as I mentioned before, Eric Miller, who was the original director, I was, he is a very close friend of mine and I, you know, would do training rides and resell horses for him. He lost his life to gun violence maybe a month before filming. So, which, you know, light bulb click, you know what? I'm going to start this program, Cowboys Against Crime. And that is basically to, you know, for Eric Miller and everyone else who has been affected by gun violence, but to also try to be, bring peace in the streets and bridge the, these worlds or this gap between, you know, regular people, everyday people, and the police department. So my mind is always tumbling with different things to do. That's so sad to hear about Eric, but he must be so proud that his tragic passing did spark something that's brought so much good to people. Yeah, I, I hope he is. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, this, um, this vision of Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy was his, um, and the filmmakers of Concrete Cowboy helped him bring it to, you know, as far as the actual business and the nonprofit status, you know, they worked with him closely to do all of those things. And Eric's main thing was, you know, growing, he's older than I am, but he saw so many other stables lose their homes to redevelopment in, in the city of Philadelphia. So that is the purpose for Pura to stamp its foot. And we have this amazing thing that cannot be taken from us. Honestly, growing up, I was, you know, your typical teenager. Um, we, except for we didn't have camera phones and social media, we had like a landline where you had to press zero to dial the operator to get to your friend if it was busy and we had a beeper. But some of my closest friends from high school are no longer here due to drug overdoses. So had it not been 
for horses and me at the barn every day and, you know, competing up and down the mid-Atlantic, I have no idea where, you know, I probably would have been hanging with my friends, but I had a responsibility to tend to my horse every day after school, after I did my homework or pretended that I did my homework. And, you know, that was my commitment. I didn't see what it was doing then, but I definitely can look back and understand and see now. It's amazing how horses just find their way in and take hold of you, huh? (laughs) And change your whole life. Yes, yes, they they, they definitely do. (laughs) And you mentioned um, a couple minutes ago, Cowboys Against Crime. So could you speak on that a little bit? Is it affiliated with the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy or is that its own organization? It's affiliated with the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy. It's it's something else that I wanted to pitch out to because I worked for, at I worked for the police department's mounted patrol unit for eight years, and so I could I, I saw both sides of like the fence, you know, the regular everyday civilian side, and I could see the police department side because I'm like right there, so. In any way to make a change, you can't, I believe you have to join forces and to make a change. And I um, remember when I thought of Cowboys Against Crime, I ran up to my lieutenant that day and I'm like, what do you think of this? (laughs) And he, like, he was new. He barely knew me. And, but you know, he liked the idea and I haven't penciled it all the way down yet, (laughs) but it is something that this city needs to, you know, cowboys, horsemen and women join forces with your local law enforcement and try to make a difference within your city. And you also brought up the Concrete Cowboy uh, film before. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? What was their role with the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy and vice versa. So again, back to this Eric Miller, I know he's probably like smiling because his name is being said (laughs) so many times, typical Aries. Um, Eric, the the filmmakers, uh, Ricky and Dan um, and Stacy, they got their story how to pitch this movie from Eric. So they, Ricky and Dan, they met him one day. They they have a nonprofit where they speak at, at court hearings um, and they offer an apprenticeship program to uh, recently released prisoners. And it allows them to work in the film industry as, you know, because it's so hard to get a job when you have this criminal background. Um, whether you, you know, maybe you want to come home and get on the right track you kind of can't because you have like this stamp behind your name that's haunting you. Even if you know, you know, you completely did your time and you want to turn a new leaf. So they have this apprenticeship program that offers uh, these gentlemen and women coming home to work in the film business. And they were speaking at Eric's court hearing and uh, you know, he told them about he just bought a horse and they, you know, thought it was just so darn interesting. So they got majority of how to 
if majority, if not all, how to do this movie and how to tell the story from Eric. And they, you know, this was maybe three or four years before actually filming. They, they, you know, spent time traveling back and forth and hanging out with Eric. They made, like, they were really good friends. And, you know, he had this vision of this barn to preserve this history and culture of the urban black cowboy in Philadelphia that's like slowly slipping away. Um, and they, you know, they're on the executive board, but they did, uh, they partnered up with Cozen O'Connor, uh, a law office in Philadelphia who helped with the process and the nonprofit status. So they are heavily involved, uh, the filmmakers with Pura. And you were speaking a little bit about the African-American history and the urban cowboys in Philadelphia. Could you touch on that a little bit more and what that history and culture is like? Sure. Um, so once upon a time, there was, oh gosh, probably 40 or 50 uh, backyard stables. And what I mean by backyard stables is they are these abandoned buildings and lots and you know things like where uh we turned into barns and um i want to say fletcher street is one of the first stables for the urban black cowboy and one of the last still standing so once upon a time actually on fletcher street there was like instead of it being a boarding recreation barn there was, you know, um, produce like your ice and the milk came from horse-drawn wagons from Fletcher Street. And on 26th Street, there was a laundry, which was directly around the corner. There is, um, was a laundry service and laundry was delivered by horse and wagon. So as modern vehicles took over, uh, the urban black cowboys just to, to keep horses that these abandoned buildings and things turned into barns. And over the years, I mean, just my existence from 1990, I, anyone that's on Fletcher street at this current moment, maybe there are maybe four or five people there who are originally original Fletcher street natives. Like I remember when every last one of them came over, whether it's, you know, they were new into the horse business or they lost their barn to redevelopment. So, um, you know, there's only maybe two or three left. Um, and then you have like these official riding stables in the city. But growing up, even if I was not at the barn, I remember like sitting on my great aunt's porch and you would see like the cowboys riding through the city and giving kids rides and stuff like that. That is something you're, we're starting to not see so much anymore. And so the new Pura facility that you were talking about that they're, well, you're working on breaking ground on, is that on Fletcher street? No, it's um, maybe 20 minutes away. Um, it's, it's so unique because, number one, it's an actual city building with, like, bathrooms, lights, water. <laughs> and um, one side of it is a residential street. 
but this building sits in the park. But if you cross the street, you're back in a regular neighborhood. So um, it backs up into Cobbs Creek Park and Haddington Woods. So there's a whole trail system behind there. There's acreage for pastures and there's a, a creek that you can get in with your horses. Everything that we've never had before uh, growing up in the city is now ours or going to be ours once you know we're finished this project. So, I mean, I understand Again, I'm not the best thing with per best person to deal with change either, but and you know the guys and yeah, the guys because there's no girls. Um, you know they just have to <laughs> know that I'm going to pull them through <laughs> to something greater than we've ever had and something to mark and stamp history in this city and something that we have this amazing film behind us to be proud of. And, you know, it's kind of like in the film at the end, ending where they lose this barn. Well, here's this great place that we're building. And this uh, facility that you're building, can you tell us a little bit what it's going to look like as far as like barns and rings and kind of like a walkthrough of the facility? Sure. Um, so there'll be probably 16 stalls that's up in the air, depending on tack rooms, um, 16 interior stalls. Uh, and I'm thinking a shed row barn with 10. And so that's 26. And there'll be a covered arena with, um, I forget the name of the footing, but Missy Clark and John Brainin, they got that covered. <laughs> but, um, and then there's like, so the arena will be directly in the front of the building. So you, you know, passengers or walker buyer, driver buyers, you can see, you know, kids, people riding their horses in their arena. You can, whether it's lessons or, recreation um and then the barn is like directly behind the arena uh, it's a long gravel driveway and behind that driveway is like you see nothing but forest and to the right of that forest would be like rolling pastures <laughs> and then if you continue down that path it just opens up into the park and there's trails, bike trails everywhere <laughs> and nature and green and trees. And, and then if you get, you know, homesick and you need to get back to the city, you just cross the street. <laughs> and you spoke about North Run's Missy Clark a minute ago. So can you tell us a little bit more of what her role in Pura is like? Missy uh, reached out to me maybe it was a year ago last June, or try to find out who we are and uh, what we were about. You know, she reached out to me and you know, growing up, I was on the hunter jumper circuit and, but that's a long time ago. So I asked my um, best friend who's like, she competes as a low level hunter and jumper. And I'm like, do you know who Melissa Clark is? She said, no. Um, she said, you mean Missy Clark? And I'm like, yeah. 
I guess. <laughs> she said, Melissa. And she said, no, why? I mean, she said, yeah, why? And I said, she wants to talk to me about Pura. And, and she's like, Missy Clark wants to talk to you about Pura? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we talked for like an hour and a half. And we continued those conversations either through text or phone calls after there. And, and she, you know, pitched this idea to me about, you know, bridging these, this gap in the horse industry with diversity and inclusion and bridging these two worlds. And she was like, you know, we can call a city to show jumping. And I'm like, how about concrete to show jumping? And I'm like, cause you know, I'm the concrete cowgirl and then there's concrete cowboys and it's just concrete to show jumping and that's what it is. So she's been, um, after that, she's opened so many doors for myself, speaking of the character, the concrete cowgirl and Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy. Um, so she's been like super duper amazing, but she's like, our connection is like, we've known each other forever. And she's like the funniest person to me. She has like this dry sense of humor, which is like the best. Cause I'm like a huge Golden Girls fan. So like, I get that kind of stuff. Like it cracks me up and has the biggest heart in the world. I, she's been a total angel. So I want to say in December, I asked her if she would join our executive board. And she did join our executive board at Pura. I had tears running down my eyes because I literally love this woman. Like, she's an amazing person. She came up to Philadelphia in June. And I'm like, this is like around the time where you first messaged me. So, you know, Missy C actually seeing this facility and being there, you know, she's already had her wheels turning before, but now that she saw this place in person, like they're burning rubber. And this new facility is one of those places. Yeah, it's nice on a picture, but when you're actually there, it's like, oh my God, it's that kind of place. As far as all of the programs that you do run with the Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy, I read on your website, you have the Junior Concrete Cowboys and Cowgirls. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Junior Concrete Cowboys and Cowgirls, uh, again, with my partner, Mike, we were just like sitting down. I think it was like in the business plan stage. And I don't, we came up with this, this, this program, like what we were, growing up, but not in an official program. So the concrete junior concrete cowboys and cowgirls are basically the new generation. And what that is, is for, you know, you come to the barn four or five days a week and you take care of your educational stuff at school and you learn how to take care of a horse and you learn how to ride the option of competing is yours. <laughs> it's not mandatory, but you're in a safe space after school and you're learning at the same time. And it's teaching you responsibility at the same time and helping develop these young people into responsible adults. And the Junior Concrete Cowboys and Cowgirls 
is a free program. It's for the inner city youth that need this extra recreation. And what about the concrete to show jumping? Can you talk a little bit more about that as well? A concrete to show jumping is to bridge two different worlds of diversity. Um, and it's to give kids and, and young people a chance to see life on the other side <laughs> um, and vice versa and to be involved together and be this partnerships slash family. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful. And that's the last of my questions for you. But do you have anything that you'd like to add or anything that you'd like to plug that are you want to let our listeners know about? Please follow us on our socials. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Urban Riding Academy on Facebook and on Instagram. Our website is thepura.org. And... Uh, our GoFundMe is also attached to that as well. And uh, I want everyone to watch our journey. Well, I know that our listeners are going to absolutely love this. And there are big things coming to Philadelphia. And we're so excited for you. Thank you so much. And spread the word, listeners. We need all hands on deck. It takes a village. Thanks for listening to this week's episode with Erin, and a big thank you to the sponsor of this week's episode, SmartPack. Learn more at smartpack.com slash colicare. That's smartpack.com slash C-O-L-I-C-A-R-E. You can subscribe to the Practical Horseman podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. While you're there, please rate and review the show. I'm Julia Murphy, and you've been listening to the Practical Horseman podcast.